Popculture Pastor. Okay, Cody. Um, what I think is uh, very important right off the bat is that fungus is love. I think that's what we're what we're aiming at here. I heard that, and <laughs> I'm like, that's a unique interpretation. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, that was interesting, and uh, a good episode of The Last of Us. Hello. We are here. Uh, this is Pop Culture Pastor Watch Alongs. It is. Of course, we're watching all, along with The Last of Us. And um, right off the bat, Cody, it good episode? It was a good episode. Yeah. I had to, to stop and think if I wanted to do a ranking of it, but it's still too fresh for me. Yeah, yeah. So it's so fresh for me not being a game player. Yeah, ranking the episodes is not really a thing in my mind because it's just... Um, I'm just taking it all in and uh, taking it all in and being fresh. If I find my experiences is, is different, I think from the game players who um, I've learned were expecting this episode. Is this, this is sort of like their red wedding in a way mm. like this was something they knew they knew was coming. I think they might know something else is coming too. I'm sensing an aw- ominous tone. <laughs> yeah. Cause um Friend of the podcast, Jackson Chauncey, he actually has played both games, and he's like, well, I'm not telling you anything. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I am intentionally staying away from material that will that speaks of any sort of what's coming on The Last of Us, because I don't really want to know. I want to be fresh in the show. And this show, uh, this episode, whew, okay, yeah, man, this, is, uh, this had some... Some emotional gravitas to it, and uh, it was, boy, the dread, the dread was was ratcheting up the whole time, and yeah. So, should we just uh, quickly recap the episode? Go for when it. When we left last week, Ellie was nursing a very uh, desperate situation with Joel, who was stabbed in... How dare they do that to Pedro? Yeah, um, but you know, through her flashback, she makes this choice to fight for the people um, that she cares about, as as we saw, you know, through her story last week, which we really enjoyed. If yes. you listened to last week's watch along, and um, we start this episode off with her still nursing uh, Joel, but Joel clearly his wound is infected. It is ewe, which. In the apocalypse of any sort, this is a problem because penicillin just ain't growing on trees. Although it's funny uh, if you make the connection of like, oh, the fungus that destroyed the world, but I need this fungus. Yes. (laughs) Um, Also, what if Joel was allergic to penicillin? Because that is not in a super uncommon allergy. That was not in the script, my friend. But that would have been Greek tragedy. That would have it been would Greek have been. tragic <laughs> levels of of sorrow. Um, so she, you know, doesn't really know what to do other than, hey, we need food. So she goes out hunting. She is. She finds a deer, which one of the a small little nitpick about the episode. Um, cause we're introduced to, you know, these, these, this community, uh, with this seemingly well-meaning mild mannered guy named David, 
um, who is apparently a pastor. I don't trust David. <laughs> uh, pastor's name, Dave. You got to watch out. They're for a little him. weird, although this guy's not a little weird. He's a lot. He's a lot weird. <laughs> and um, yeah, but th- it's clear. And something I've been wondering for a while, how is this affecting the animals? The cordyceps, right? Mm-hmm. So if it transferred to humans, couldn't it have transferred to all the animals? I don't see why not. But we haven't seen any crazy animals or whatever. That might That's a question someone can answer if they would like. Um, I have not a game player, but at some point in the games, are you taking on animals that are infected and acting crazy? A zombie bear. Side note, I saw a skunk, a skunk run in front of me in the middle of town on my way here. Um, that's weird, right? It's not uncommon. It had cordyceps. Just, I'm just saying. I don't think it did. Okay. But maybe rabies. I'm not ruling that out. (laughs) Anyways. Okay. So they make a comment about how like the game is scarce and Ellie just stumbles upon a huge buck. (laughs) It was quite convenient. Yeah, it was very, very convenient, but it moves the plot along. It's important to the story. And so I'm here for it. I'm going to allow it. And uh, she shoots the deer, of course, as happens with novice hunters. The deer was winged. Um, or not winged. I mean, it was going to die, but it ran for a while. Yeah. And it alerts the presence uh, of them to these, this band of survivors who we find out um, are friends of the folks that they got into a tussle with and hurt and that Joel killed and hurt Joel in the previous episode or two episodes ago. Yeah. So, What plays out is this kind of uh, Ellie solo adventure story, kind of. Joel comes along at the end, does some damage. But, um, yeah, her her kind of, first of all, the actors who are in this. Do you know the actor's name who played David? Do you you have that pulled up by any chance? I do not. Uh, Her, him and uh, Ellie, Bella Ramsey, which Bella Ramsey... There's no disputing that I think she's a kind of an amazing actor, actress at this point. Like she's been excellent. And this episode is another installment in like her victory tour. She's <laughs> a victory lap. Um, but all the scenes with her and David talking are great. And it's carried early on by David, the whoever the actor is that plays David, because he's he was sort of uh even when he's being nice. And pastoral in the beginning, you sense like he does a good job of subtly letting you know that he's not to be trusted. No, especially with his gloves. <laughs> yeah. Well, by that time, if you did like, listen, by the time he slaps the girl, I think, well, those of us that are pastors, we knew immediately. <laughs> Maybe I'll I'll say you normies were having doubts about David's intentions. Scott Shepherd. Scott Shepherd. Kudos, bro. You did great. Um cuz if well, first of all, no, we'll talk about this later. Let's just get through the story. So she she's mixing up with these people. Uh she agrees to like, "Hey, I'll give you half this deer if you give me some penicillin." 
She makes this bargain. David agrees, tells his henchmen to go get uh, penicillin. Clearly, James, as I like to refer to him. Yeah, as. the guy who is the original voice of Joel in the video game. Troy of the Baker variety. Little Easter egg there. And um, he clearly doesn't agree. The townsfolk want justice. She was a part of the people, part of the reason that they're, the little girl's dad is dead, which we find out. Uh, the guy that Joel killed and uh, David's like, no, 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 let her go. And so uh, they they give her the penicillin. But you find out that David um, knows it's going to be easy to track her. And the whole goal is that he's going to go after her at some point. Literally throughout her running back from the campfire that she had made with David, I'm like, you better circle around the whole town and like go in and out of random houses mm. and like exit through the back door or the window so that way you don't lead him back to Joel. She did not do this. Yeah, by the way, the dread of all that was pretty like that was you because you immediately start thinking like, oh, she's got to get back to Joel to give him the medicine, but she can't cover her tracks. Like she's leaving because there's snow. She's leaving. She would never have made it in my survivalist games. (laughs) Uh, But I was thinking, you know, from our point of view, how would you, how are you going to do that? How do you, how do you get back? I mean, the only thing is you have to move, but Joel's not really in a place of movement. You gotta have like a broom. You again, you gotta go to like a completely opposite house, exit out of a side window, run around. Yeah. So anyways, she uh, she gets back. She she gives Pedro the medicine. In the meantime, we're introduced more fully to this town, uh, these this band of survivors and the fake uh, benevolence of David. And we quickly find out, like, listen, <laughs> there is a way to subtly ratchet up dread that maybe just maybe these people are cannibals. Donner party. They did not. That was not subtle. Like you're, you're pretty, I I think you're pretty much hammered over the head of it. They're handing out the food at that thing uh, where they're all gathered. The steakhouse, (laughs) what you see steakhouse. And she's like the, one of the cooks is like, what is this? And the dude's face looks like when my kids say, Hey, who ate all my cookies? Like, it looks like me, like my face. Uh, (laughs) although this time, it should be really venison because they just got a whole deer because Ellie didn't take half of it. it. Right. But clearly the look on the dude's face is you're, you're aware. And then I come to find out that the game players knew already like, Oh yeah, these guys are cannibals. Um, it becomes apparent when you see their gums. Oh, explain. Okay. So, After they get done eating, they decide to track down Ellie and Joel. One of the guys that finds Joel, like the way his teeth and his gums look, are a lot like, is it the Book of Eli? There's a cannibal, or some people that commit cannibalism. Their gums look very particular, and I don't know if it's because of the proteins or lack of proteins, or like just the way your body reacts to eating human flesh because it does something to you. I uh, didn't know that. That's interesting. But it looks 
it has a distinct look in at least the way it's portrayed on TV. Having not ever known a cannibal, I cannot confirm or deny that this is realistic. Okay. I did not know that. That's very interesting. Um, Yeah, so we get the full-on idea that, like, that. Also, we get the idea that David is not so Christian-y as he is pretending to be. Uh, He slaps the girl who's grieving. Uh, I mean, out of her chair. Like, he Will Smith slaps her. With a glove. Yeah. It didn't sound like a glove. I mean, it was a heavy blow. Anyways, slaps her. This dude's clearly ruling this town by fear. He's getting, like, did you notice he gets the, a bigger portion of food? I did notice that. Than everyone else. I mean, it's like the dictatorship signs are off the chart here. Although I already had my doubts after their church service had ended. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he was talking to James. Like, <laughs> do you have doubts? And... Like, the the tone and the look, it's like, okay, so he's elevated himself to a authoritarian position, kind of like the friendly folks at Waco. Let, let's take an aside. Let's take an aside for a minute. We are pastors. This thing that Hollywood does, especially recently, where all Christians are kind of portrayed as either, one, incredibly dumb or naive— or two, incredibly evil and duplicitous. Is that fair? Um, it I'll, seems like that's I'll constant. give it a pass on in this circumstance. A post a post apocalypse type TV show. Yeah, you, you 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 can go that route, and I'm not going bad an eye. Uh, when there's not extreme situations. Okay, you're being lazy. Yeah. I think on social media, you see people all the time who say, I'm an atheist and religion is, they believe that religion is just a construct so humans can control other humans. And then you wonder, well, do you think that because that's the only thing you know of it is watching television shows and movies that depict things like this? And then, like, wouldn't you know that that's an exaggerated version? Like, look utilizing the faith to get power in the world. Yeah. Okay. We probably deserve that. That happens quite frankly. And all the time. How dare us. Yeah. And so, okay, that's fine. But I don't know. That was just an aside at the, when it first started, even with the voiceover at the beginning of revelation, because it kind of the show episode starts with his voice. I was like, Oh, come on. <laughs> well, I again, you're in the apocalypse. Yeah. For all they know, and so you're going to be reading out of the book of Revelation cuz ah, that's mm. apocalyptic writing. Yeah. So we get this backstory even in that one scene of the townsfolk and uh this guy, David, and that he's probably not on the up and up. Uh f- move forward to Ellie nursing Joel Schmore back to health. Uh, still, he's still not up and around. But although then, my wife had big beef with Ellie in her penicillin giving ways. Oh uh, yeah, was that was it not what not good? Not the way it was supposed to be. She, my wife's like, literally, they don't put it at the site of the wound. 
they mm-hmm. usually go for the leg because there's muscle and it absorbs in the muscle. Then it gets distributed out through the body effectively. Where she did it, like if she had punctured an organ with it, might not be a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't. Lucky for Joel. Well, Lucky. <laughs> and probably her because uh, they come looking for, for Ellie. Ellie. Which maybe, you know, there's there's an argument to be made here. Ellie's, her smarts are not off the chart yet in, in an apocalyptic environment. Because wouldn't she had to have known they were going to come looking for her? With the, the way, the ominous way that ended, that her interaction ended with them. Wouldn't she have known that? Um, I mean... He basically... Wishful thinking. Yeah, the cat out of the bag that she, he knows that she's... With Joel in that campfire scene. Anyways, um, she she does hear them coming, manages to get to Joel, warn him, give him a knife. That's going to be important. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> Even though it looks like he ain't moving. Uh, they come in. She gets captured pretty brutally. Um, this is the point where my wife, in any TV show, will yell out, we are not watching this ever again. How dare you? Oh, because they shot the horse? They shot the horse. This is what happened. Season one, episode one, 10 minutes into Yellowstone. (laughs) And I'm like, the horse clearly is going to die. You might as well put it out of its misery. Now, this time, the horse was not supposed to clearly die. It's just an easy way to stop ellie from running off leah um the way hollywood works is i'm pretty sure that was cgi they didn't actually shoot a horse there's rules against that so she doesn't even she doesn't even like the depiction tell that to ben her (laughs) i don't remember how many horses actually died why are you bringing up old stuff because it happened um yeah so she gets captured uh, Joel, on in the meantime, uh, turns into Rambo. Well, I already knew that Joel had that potential in him. Yeah. Because he's Pedro Pascal. There was something invigorating about it, watching it, like watching it happen. It's like, oh, he's, he's such a... Uh, he's he's Joelbo. He's Rambo. <laughs> exactly. And uh, yeah, that was pretty satisfying. And the way he tortures uh, the two guys which was brutal and a a reminder again that like, Hey man, Joel's not working with a clean slate here. He's done some things. Oh yeah. Um, when the second guy was like, well, I'm not going to tell you anything. And he's like, I don't doubt it. And then proceeds to kill him. (laughs) Well, and he says, I believe him. Yeah. Yeah, It's like, I believe him. I don't need you. And that was like, Oh dang. (laughs) Rest in peace. So Ellie gets taken back to uh, Silver Lake, the resort where their 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 town is. We get the true intentions of David, who becomes, I mean, in the matter in 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 the fullness of this episode, this dude becomes the villain of the show so far. Like this dude is creepy. He 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 lets you in on this weird. Okay, so yeah, turns out he's not Christian at all. No, he's Cordycepsian. As one usually is in these circumstances. (laughs) He has, in his mind, warped the scripture to fit, like, the fungus? 
And he actually he says it is love. And I'm just like, oh, this dude is this dude is off his rocker. Well, 20 years surviving out in the wilderness of a ski resort outside of yeah. uh, Boulder, Colorado, um, and eating human flesh how many times i don't know but if it's a prolonged amount that does affect the the brain evidently yeah i i feel like i want to study that because i don't know anything about that but then i don't want to study that don't uh do the the character acting uh studying model <laughs> yeah i don't want to study any of it sounds it all sounds disturbing Anyways, what follows is one of the most intense sequences in the show so far with David. Um, she escapes. Bella escapes. Or Ellie. I called her by her real name. Uh, Ellie escapes. David tracks her down into the steakhouse and um, really a brutal kind of exchange between them as we see David's true intentions come to fruition. This dude is not a good dude. And he's kind of gross. Mm -hmm. he, there's some assault attempting happening. And uh, she ends up, well, hacking him into little bits for lack of, I'll use the nomenclature they use. It happens. Which, you know, I don't know how I feel about that. I was like, oh, we should have ended that episode where she gets away. But keep that dude around. He's he's like the most menacing villain we've had so far. If that's not how the game goes, then I don't want him. Okay. Is that not? I need clarification. Does I, he die I, like that? I don't know. I early on, or game. is he a continuing villain? That I don't know. I'm, I might need to study Because I feel like all the characters so far in the game, that it makes it seem like all these baddies, if you will, are just kind of one-offs that this is the particular stage that you're at and then you're moving on to wherever in which I presume they're moving to Salt Lake. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, Ellie has gone through something in this episode. This is a, this is obviously a landmark episode for Ellie where she has, um, it's almost like it's character defining, but also a, it's kind of like a loss of innocence episode, which is weird given that we just saw the flashback that we yeah. did. But even up after that, we know she's kind of naive. She doesn't really know how to defend herself without Joel. This seems to be the episode where, like, okay, now Ellie is fully capable of taking care of herself. She's a full-on survivalist. Yeah. Um, Pedro, Joel shows up at the end as she's running out of the, uh, the burning down restaurant with the dead David inside. She's covered in blood. She's clearly in shock. And Joel calls her baby girl. You're okay, baby girl. What, which mm -hmm. is what he referred to his daughter, what he called his daughter in the very first episode. I thought that was a sweet little little moment where we have finally, in the end of this episode, we see Joel, that bond is 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 strong now. And he's he's in it. Yep. He, he's past the point of, I'm just a tough guy and I'm not going to have this bond. But he has this bond clearly now. There's a relationship and, uh, I mean, why not? She saved his life. Allegedly. No, not allegedly. He was probably going to die. Allegedly. Even though she stuck him with the penicillin in the wrong place. <laughs> All right. Um, that's where the episode ends. Uh, the character development we've kind of gone over. The big picture 
is, yeah, now they're heading off into the finale, whatever that's going to entail. More shenanigans, I'm assuming. The finale is supposed to be divisive. Is it? That's what my friend Bella tweeted. Oh, no. Okay. I don't know what that means. Well, we will both find out. All right. Um, who who won this episode? Who do we think? Who wins this episode? Not the horse. Um, I'm going to go with Ellie. I, it was an Ellie-driven episode. Ellie carried the weight in the survivalist than the what I expect from a zombie video game. I, I'm going to go with the actor that plays David. I, he was amazing. I don't, I never heard. I don't, I don't know that I know who Scott Shepard is. I don't, I, if I've seen him in something, I've never noticed him before. He is like, he, he nails kind of what is the scariest kind of villain. The guy who seems legit on the outside at first. And then as the as the the story moves on, you start seeing the cracks, and he just does that very well. Like it's very subtle at first, and then as you go along, when he slaps the girl, that's when you're you're pretty sure, like, okay, this dude, this dude's not well. But by and by the time he gets to his monologue with uh, Ellie, whew, yeah, he's a scary dude. Or he just really doesn't like grieving. <laughs> no. It's clear he doesn't like being questioned because he's a dictator. Which, I mean, I would have had a conversation with that girl because if I'm a pastor, I'm saying, hey, Jesus told us to turn the other cheek. Yeah. We're not supposed to kill the person that killed our father. In all honesty, I mean, the big signal, and this is going to seem a little too subtle, but the big signal, the fr- the very first time you should have seen that his Christianness, quote unquote, was a problem, was when he gets the biggest portion. Right after he slaps the girl, he gets the biggest portion. You should have known right then, like, nope, this dude. Mm-mm. I knew as soon as he was questioning James after church. So yeah. like, <laughs> I'm like, nope. Yeah, I've seen this play out. I know because no pastors have have ever passively aggressive gotten gone after a sheep for questioning them subtly. <laughs> like that's never happened. Literally, it plays out like every cult documentary I've watched. Yeah, it is very cultish, and so so by the time he does the whole like cordyceps is love speech. I was like, this makes sense. Yeah, yeah. It becomes clear that, like, oh, he's playing not with a full deck. Um, who's the loser of the episode? Is there a loser of this episode? It's between the fake horse and <laughs> the girl that got slapped. And apparently Leah, <laughs> who is very unhappy with the treatment of the CGI horse. Yes. Please um, protect your local CGI horse. I'm sorry, Leah, but the ASP... CA SCA would like you to know that no animals were actually harmed in the making of Better this not TV be. show because uh, they put that in the credits every time. Um, yeah, I, I would I was gonna say the loser of this episode was maybe Pedro Pascal because he just doesn't have a lot to do. He goes full Rambo and he nearly won the episode, <laughs> but I refrained from giving him the award for like the eleventh thousandth time. Yeah, uh, he was good. He was good in that, but it was more satisfying for us. I don't know that it gets, he get, he doesn't really get to show off acting chops in that moment. He gets to show off his Arnold Schwarzenegger-ish 80s action vibes. Um, okay, let's uh, let's rate the episode, Cody. What, what, 
what would you rate this episode? Solid seven. Seven? Really? That's it? Up to a 7.5. Okay. All right. I was going to give it an eight, so we were pretty close. Yeah. What did I give last week's episode? I don't even remember. You'd have to listen and find out. I think I gave it a nine, maybe. Maybe I'll give this one an eight and a half. They're all pretty good right now. I feel you might have given it an eight and a half or a nine, but there was a lot of nostalgia going for yeah. you. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty uh, I'm pretty happy with this show right now in this series so far. This is good stuff, and uh, I'm excited for the finale next week. I'm just excited to be living in the Pascal verse, as I have named it and claimed it, where we have multiple Pedro offerings all at once, and and taking care of orphans at every turn. Yes, yeah, that's it is kind of wonderful, and the memes are hilarious. It's definitely the best example of a pure and undefiled religion <laughs> that I have right now. This this continues to be uh, the producer of some of the best memes each week. Yes. So excited to see what memes come out of this episode. Let us know what you thought of the episode, uh, especially if you're a game player. I'd love to know what game players thought because I can only I only know from the fresh viewer stance. Um, but yeah, make sure and, uh, let us know on the post for this on our social media. That means you have to follow us on social media. So do it. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we'll be back later this week with uh, our radio or excuse me, the big pod. And, uh, we'll see you next week.